This is episode 143. What would the Founding Fathers say to us today? Hi, this is Jocelyn with Striving to be Spiritual, a podcast for moms wanting to strengthen their spirituality. We use the teachings of Jesus Christ and the Apostles to come closer to God and ultimately fulfill our divine calling of mothering and raising His children. Hello! How is everybody doing this nice wintry day? In my part of the world, we have got dumped on with snow today. (laughs) And it's no longer fall. Definitely winter. The roads are super slick and... Yep, winter has descended. I hope you are doing good in the midst of this holiday season. I hope things are going well. I hope that you have been able to try to do one or two of the points of light for your life from my last podcast episode, which was on trials and adversity. And those points of light for your life were to pray. Get down on your knees and pray if you're in the midst of adversity. And if there needs to be some action that goes along with that prayer, do that action. The next point of light was to confide in a friend if you felt appropriate what you are going for, what you are going through. Ask them to help you or give you an encouraging word. So those were my points of light for your life. Oh beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain. For purple mountain majesties above the fruited plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee, and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. O beautiful for pilgrims' feet, whose stern and passion stress, a thoroughfare of freedom beat across the wilderness. America, America, God mend thy every flaw. Confirm thy soul in self-control, thy liberty in law. O beautiful for heroes proved in liberating strife, who more than self their country loved, and mercy more than life. America, America, may God thy gold refine, till all success be nobleness and every gain divine. O beautiful for patriot dream that sees beyond the years, thine alabaster cities gleam undimmed by human tears. America, America, God shed his grace on thee, and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. Our Father's God to thee, author of liberty, to thee we sing. Long may our land be bright with freedom's holy light. Protect us by thy might, great God, our King. Now, a couple of those are familiar hymns that you know of. America the Beautiful and My Country, Tis of Thee, the last verse. America has been heavily on my mind (laughs) the last week or two with the election and all the things circulating about the election. I have been thinking an awful lot about our country and quite a bit about the freedoms that we experience. In America, we have a special right to freedom, to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about what Ezra Taft Benson thinks the Founding Fathers would have said to us today. This is taken from his talk called Priceless Heritage, and I will link to it in the show notes. 
He says, first they would counsel us to have faith in God. It was by this faith that both were sustained in their privations, sacrifices, and sufferings. They placed their trust in God. He was their defense, their refuge, and their salvation. Their faith is perhaps best expressed by the founder of our country, George Washington. The success which has hitherto attended our united efforts we owe to the gracious interposition of heaven, and to that interposition let us gratefully ascribe the praise of victory and the blessing of peace. Yes, it was this faith in God that sustained them in their hours of extremity. We too will need this same faith in the critical days ahead. And when he refers to they, he's talking about the founding fathers as well as the pioneer forefathers. So just keep that in mind as we talk about some of these things. But I find it interesting how he talks about how critical it is. And this was given in 1976, (laughs) a few years before I was even born, even thought of. Anyways, the second thing they would counsel us is to strengthen our homes and family ties. Though they did not possess our physical comforts, they left their posterity a legacy of something more enduring, a hearthside where parents were close by their children, where daily devotions, family prayer, scripture reading, and the singing of hymns was commonplace. Families worked, worshipped, played, and prayed together. Family home evening, now a -a once-a-week practice among the saints, was, to our pioneer forebearers, almost a nightly occurrence. Can we not see in their examples the solutions to problems threatening families today? Were we to pattern our homes accordingly, divorce would be largely eliminated, children would be welcomed and guided, and love between parents and children would abound. There would be no generation gap. Family unity and solidarity, crowned with love and happiness, would prevail. And we have been counseled that quite a lot in our last general conference. I've heard a lot, not just in the last general conference, but in some of the last ones over the last few years, to strengthen our homes. I think that Elder Rasband gave a good talk on strengthening our homes. I'll see if I can find the name of it and link to that in the show notes as well. But our homes and our families need to be a stronghold in these critical times. He says, third, They would counsel us on the dignity of work, to practice thrift, and to be self-sustaining. Theirs was a philosophy that neither the world nor the government owes a man his bread. Man is commanded of God to live by the sweat of his brow, not someone else's. In Thomas Jefferson's first inaugural address, he counseled us towards a wise and frugal government, one which shall not take from the mouth of labor the bread it has earned. The Founding Fathers would be in complete agreement with this counsel from Brigham Young, repeated by President Spencer W. Kimball today. And this is what President Kimball says. Beautify your gardens, your houses, your farms. Beautify the city. This will make us happy and produce plenty. To be slothful, wasteful, lazy and indolent is unrighteous. Learn to sustain yourselves. Lay up grain and flour, and save it against a day of scarcity. If you cannot obtain all you wish for today, learn to do without. Be prompt in everything, especially to pay your debts. 
So those are some good things to remind us of. It's definitely an area I can improve on in being more (laughs) self-sustaining, upping my food storage and being a little bit more thrifty with our purchases. Ezra Taft Benson's last point was this. These noble founders and pioneers, our benefactors, would counsel us to preserve the freedoms granted to us by God. They knew that the foundation of this nation was spiritual, that the source of all blessings was God. They knew that this nation can only prosper in an atmosphere of freedom. Those intrepid forebears knew that their righteousness was the indispensable ingredient to liberty that this was the greatest legacy they could pass on to future generations. They would counsel us to preserve that liberty by alert righteousness. Righteousness is always measured by a nation or an individual keeping the commandments of God. How do we preserve our freedoms? This is a question I'm not entirely sure the answer to. I think part of it is to vote and to be aware. If what's going on in our country concerns you and makes you feel worry, stress, and anxiety to where being aware is just a little hard for you, then try and ask someone you trust to give you the information, like third party, (laughs) and they can soften it for you. I was that way for quite some time. I had to turn off all news sources and just be done with it because it was not making me a happy person. It was making me a worrisome and a fearful person. And I didn't want to live my life that way. I have found some tools that have helped me in dealing with my negative emotions better. And I have been more apt to be aware. I have been searching out and willing to listen to a few more. (laughs) um, A few more of the news sources and information than I was before. But if that is not you and you're not able to do that, be aware through a third party. Or if you really can't do it right now, I understand that as well. Keep making your homes whole. Keep putting your time and your effort into intentionally teaching your children, to reading them the scriptures. Because that's one of the top two points he said in this talk, that we need to strengthen our family ties. I think our homes are going to be sacred spaces. They are sacred spaces, and we need to remember that. I hope that this podcast episode, a little bit about what our forefathers might counsel us to do, has inspired you. The points of light for your life are the following. First, have faith in God. Second, strengthen your home and family ties. Third, Learn the dignity of work and to practice thrift and be self-sustaining. Finally, strive to preserve the freedoms granted to us by God, however that looks for you right now. And like I mentioned, I'm not entirely sure how that looks or what we should be doing. But I love America. I love the religious freedoms that we have in America. I love the agency to choose and the ability to reap what we sow, and again, to worship as we choose. Thank you so much for joining me in this journey of striving to be spiritual. I am a constant work in progress when it comes to being spiritual, and I'm glad you're joining me. If these episodes inspire you, if they encourage you to do and be better, then share it with someone who also wants to be spiritual. It would mean a lot to me. Anyways, until next time. 
This has been another episode of the Striving to be Spiritual podcast. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and tell your friends. I hope you have a great day. Until next time.